Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who've been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ's likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host. I want to welcome you to the conversation, men. We've been enjoying our conversation. I have been enjoying our conversation for the last few weeks as we've been making our to-be list. That's right, our to-be list. You know, we as men, we know what it's like to live by a to-do list. We do it all the time. And it's good to be organized, make sure things don't get forgotten. That was really bad English. Make sure that things do not get forgotten. <laughs> and and we have our to-do list, and that's a good thing. But it's even more important, down at the root, what is our being? What What is it that we're to be? No matter what we're doing, how are we to be while we're doing it? You know, sometimes people will say, you know, well, I'm real patient. You know, I know how to wait. And the whole time they're waiting, they're like, they're just tapping their foot. They're just real anxious. They might be waiting, but how well are they waiting? What's what's their peace level? What's their joy level while they're waiting? So uh, this to-be list is all about where are we at in our heart? And we've looked at a number of things already, and you can go back and check out all the different previous conversations on different things that we looked at one by one. Each one stands alone. You can look at them. They're all individual, but they're all collectively part of this to-be list that we're building for ourselves, men, so that we kind of just sharpen and just kind of going back to the basics on some of these things. And so we just want you to encourage you to check out all the podcasts. But today, we're going to talk about kind of the the opposite of what to be. Uh, the scripture says, be not anxious or be not anxious for anything. So as we're talking about to be, we're going to also talk about what not to be. You know, the old famous was it to be or not to be. Well, today we're going to kind of focus on what not to be. And by virtue of talking about being not anxious, what are we talking about? We're talking about be peaceful, be at peace. If we're not anxious, we're at peace. If we're not anxious, we're we're in joy. We're okay. So let's look at the famous passage on this. Of course, Philippians four. Um, I love this Philippians four and verse four. Now it's always important to remember context. Where is Paul at while he's writing this? He's actually in a Philippian jail. This is one of the what they call the prison epistles. He he wrote this from jail and not one of the posh jails we have today. <laughs> no, we'd call this probably more like a dungeon. And he wrote from this Philippian jail in custody and he writes to encourage people outside of jail. Right? I actually had that happen in my life. I had someone in jail encourage me when I was not in jail, we did prison ministry for about 18 years up in Kansas. And you've probably heard this testimony if you've listened to Marksman very much. Uh, if you're if you're listening, you can't see this. But if you're watching, I'm going to hold up this little Bible cover right here. And you'll see my Bible cover. This was, this was made by a man named Victor. And Victor made me this Bible cover. And Victor encouraged me every single time. I came into prison to minister to him. He'd shake my hand. He'd say, Pastor, thanks for coming. Thanks for just not forgetting us here. 
God's family, the body of Christ that's behind these walls. There's a lot of men here that are saved and they're filled with the Holy Ghost. And man, thank you for coming to strengthen us, to bring the word of God to us. And he shook my hand, real firm handshake. And he would say, can I give you my testimony? I'd say, first time I heard, I didn't know what was coming. But this was his testimony every single time I went in for 18 years. He said, can I give you my testimony? I said, sure, Victor, what's your testimony? First time I heard it blew me away. Actually, every time I heard it, it blew me away. But I didn't know what was coming the first time. He said, Pastor, I'm no longer a man in prison. I'm a man in Christ. Man, when he said that, I thought, I come to encourage you, what you just said and the place you said it from, he ministered powerfully to me. And that testimony was consistent for 18 years. Now, we, we stopped going into prison because of some changes, weren't able to continue going in, but I'm telling you, every single time we went in for 18 years, same joy, same gladness, same gratitude, same testimony. Pastor, I'm no longer a man in prison. I'm a man in Christ. And man, I hope you take hold of that today, men. Because that's, you know, that's kind of what we're witnessing right here. Paul's in prison, but he's actually ministering to people who might not be in the prison or in the jail, but they're more bound than he is behind those walls. Sometimes men, we can find ourselves in that place where, yeah, we might be free. We might have money. We might have this. We might live there. We might do this. We might go on that vacation. But that doesn't mean we're not bound. We might be living in the United States of America, a free country. Doesn't mean we're not bound. Just just thoughts for us all to consider. But here's Paul encouraging these believers encouraging the church outside of the jail. And he says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for how much? Nothing. He goes on to say, but in everything... By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We talked about that a couple weeks ago, didn't we, men? Thanksgiving, contentment, gladness. He said, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God. See, if we're going to not be anxious it doesn't mean we're just, there's a void and we're nothing. No, we're going to be full of the peace of God. Be anxious not for anything. Be not anxious for anything, but be full of peace. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will then guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. So we will actually have protection from anxious thoughts, protection from worried thoughts, protection from fearful or dreadful thoughts when the peace of God surrounds us. But it starts with a decision and a choice to not be anxious, to be 
be anxious for nothing, but to be peaceful. Now, I want to also give you another connection in this. It's found in Romans chapter 15. This is one of my life verses, Romans 15 and verse 13. I especially like it in the Amplified, a classic version, Romans 15, 13. I'll pull it up here. All right. Oh, I'm, I'm in Romans 13. Let me advance here. Had 13 on the brain. There it is, Romans 15 and 13. Talking about be anxious for nothing. Be not anxious. Part of our to-be list, it also includes what not to be. And so to not be anxious means that we need to be at peace, right? I love this, Romans 15, 13. May the God of your hope, I want to ask you today, men, is he the God of your hope? Is your hope dependent on anything else but him? If our hope, my hope, your hope is dependent upon anything else than God, then it's going to be up for grabs. It's going to be like the stock market, up one day, down the next, up one day, down the next. God is our rock. He's the rock of our salvation. So may now the God of your hope, and I pray, men, that he's the God of your hope. Yeah, I know he's the God of your salvation. He's the God of your soul. Let him be today, men, the God of your hope. May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Joy and peace in believing. Say that with me out loud if, you, if you're able to where you're listening or watching. Joy and peace in believing. If I'm not going to be anxious, you know, the command is don't be anxious. Okay, I'm going to take God's command seriously. It wasn't a suggestion. It was a command. Be anxious for nothing. Be not anxious. So that's that's God's command to me, and it's God's command to you. But how do we just not be anxious? It's by being something else. In other words, not just on defense, not being anxious. Let's get on offense and be peaceful. Be full of peace. And here's the key. We don't, it's so beautiful. It's not based on our circumstances. Joy and peace, I just quoted it, it's in believing. See, my joy, or I should say my access to joy, my access to peace is how I'm believing. It's how I'm choosing to believe. It's not how I'm feeling. It's not how the circumstances are. It's not how other people are. Men, if you're married, it's not how your wife is. If you got children, it's not how your children are. They're not the determiner or the determining factor of my joy or my peace. I know that's a challenging statement, and that, that convicts me too, because I've, I've been there where I've let, whether it's my wife or our, our sons or circumstances, I've allowed other things to affect my joy. I, there's no rocks in my pocket. I'm not stoning nobody today. I'm saying, though, what is God's command and what's available? What can we access? We have access to total joy, complete joy, and peace. 
but it's in we're it's in believing. It's how we choose to believe. It's what we determine to believe, not what I feel, not what I think outside of that, not how other people are behaving or not behaving. It's how I'm believing. Joy and peace is in believing. He goes on to say that you would experience your faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. How can I not be anxious? How can I be in peace and be in joy? Number one, it's my believing. But number two, it's not just faith in some mystical way. It's through the power of the Holy Ghost. It's through the power of the Holy Spirit. Even Mary, when she got that promise in Luke one from the angel Gabriel and said, you're going to have a, you're going to have a child. He's going to be the son of the most high. He's going to sit on the throne of his father, David. She gets boom, boom, boom. She gets this powerful prophecy. And she thought what all of us would think, (laughs) praise God. How? How's that going to be? You can go back and read it. Luke one, one of the first things, I mean, she's just like, oh my gosh, wow, how, how, isn't that the question we always have? How, isn't that the question that disturbs our peace and our joy? How we don't mind getting a promise from God. We don't mind getting a prophecy. We don't mind hearing a good sermon and a good message, but a lot of times we walk away and the first question in our mind, men, how? How's that going to be? Well, what did God answer Mary? You can go back to Luke one. You can read about it. He said, "You're going to be overshadowed. You're going to be overshadowed by the power of the Most High. The Holy Spirit's going to overshadow you, and the power of the Most High is going to come upon you." So that's how, men, we're going to have the presence of Holy Spirit in our life. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. We have the presence of Holy Spirit. We, we can be overshadowed by the Most High God. Psalm 91 is not just a poem. It's prophetic. It's the truth. We dwell in the shadow of the Most High God. We dwell in the secret place under the shadow of His wings. Amen. So this hope that comes from God and God only comes to us through how we choose to believe what we choose to believe, and then we're filled with joy, and we're filled with peace in believing. And it's not just a human, secular, humanistic believing, just, you know, faith that, you know, a lot of people talk about faith. I'm talking about Bible faith. I'm talking about hope that comes from God. I'm talking about hope that comes through the power of the Holy Spirit. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, you will, we will abound and be overflowing and bubbling over with hope. Man, now you know why that's my life verse. I love that verse. This verse keeps me grounded. This verse keeps the excuses out of my life of having a bad day, having a down day, having a discouraged day, because I, like you, any of us can have it. With certain circumstances, certain situations, any of us could get discouraged. Any of us could get down. Any of us could actually even feel hopeless. Any of us could get depressed. But here's the reality. God is with us. God is for us. If he didn't withhold Jesus, he's not withholding anything that I need or you. So Romans 
1513 Amplified. We're about done, men. May the God of your hope, if you're not going to be anxious, make him the God of your hope. Maybe you've never even prayed that prayer. Maybe you've never even said those words. Just say, God, you are the God of my hope. (laughs) You're the God of my hope. I feel like somebody needs to say that today. That's just like a revelation for somebody today. God, you are the God of my hope. And I release that over you today, men, each of you. God is the God of your hope. And now may the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So declare it with me today, men. I believe God. I believe the promise of God. I believe God's a promise keeper. I believe God has promised it and he's going to fulfill it. He's not a man that he should lie. These are all things that allow us to not be anxious. Philippians 4, 6, be anxious for nothing. We're talking about our to-be list, men. But sometimes you got to flip the coin and talk about what not to be. Don't be anxious. Don't be fearful. Uh, 1 Peter 5, 7, another great way to not be anxious. 1 Peter 5, 7, cast all your care upon him. Because he cares for you. So how do we not be anxious? How do we be anxious for nothing? How do we be not anxious? Well, yeah, we gotta we gotta have God as the God of our hope, number one. We gotta then choose to believe him, choose to believe, not feel, choose to believe, right? But then we also gotta trust the power of the Holy Ghost. We got to trust the power and presence of Holy Spirit in our life to empower us, to fill us with joy and fill us with peace in believing. Amen. And one of the other things we can do is go to 1 Peter 5, 7 and in prayer, cast all of our care upon him because he cares for us. Amen. Guys, I hope you're enjoying this. I am thoroughly enjoying going through this uh, to-be list and just kind of sharpening up on some things, encouraging not only myself, hopefully encouraging you and and stirring up your thoughts and maybe stirring up some conversation to have with your family today, have with your spouse this week, have with some other brothers in Christ. Let's just uh, share this podcast. Share this conversation with your family and friends. Let's get some other guys in the conversation, men. And let's, let's encourage each other. And I encourage you, if you're a regular listener to Marksman, I want you to, man, pray. Pray for other men that are tuning in. Guys that are listening, guys that are watching on YouTube, pray for them. Pray for other men. Let your prayer go up to heaven. Go up into the throne room. Let God use your prayer to release some power and some hope and some encouragement into some men's lives today and this week. Let's be family here. I'm praying for you. Our family's praying for you. In fact, we have a prayer force. We have a team of prayers here at Family Mission who are praying for everyone watching these podcasts or listening. So you've been prayed for, but join the prayer force. In fact, if you click the email link below, 
you can say, hey, sign me up, Brother Mark. I want to be on the prayer force. And you, if you choose to do that, every Wednesday we'll send you out an email, a little update of what to be praying for, and you will be receiving exclusive content, some videos and other resources just to you as a person, a man of prayer. So hadn't planned to share that with you, but I uh, want to invite you, men. Be a part of the prayer force here at Family Mission. Click that email link below. Send an email. Give us your email address. We'll get you signed up and get you joined to the prayer force so you can be praying for other men or praying for Family Mission, however you choose to pray. Um, But get on that list, and every Wednesday you'll get some updates and some resources that come exclusively to the Family Mission prayer force. So anyway, enough for that shameless plug. Uh, Love you, men. Praying for you. Thanks for being a part of Marksman Podcast. And until we talk again next week, we're going to keep aiming our lives at Christ-likeness.